0: We live in a very mobile world. Everyone is in a hurry to get somewhere. Throughout Scripture, God often taught people the greatest lessons along the journey. Today, we continue with Scott Pauly our study through the great journeys of the Bible. Our prayer is that you will rediscover the adventure of walking with God. Air travel is the most amazing thing. I remember as a boy when I took my first flight and what a thrill it was. Now at this juncture in my life, I do appreciate it. I'm grateful for the convenience of getting to a long distance in a shorter amount of time. Uh, but it almost becomes old hat. You know, you get on an airplane after a while. It's like getting in a car. You're just traveling. You're making another flight. I personally spent a lot of time in the air, a lot of time in airports. Uh, recently, I received an email from the, the airline that I fly about how many times around the world I flew last year, if you put all the miles together, and it really boggled the mind to think uh, that we can fly and that we can travel in this way. But I have to tell you, when I come to the end of every year and I board the plane for the last time for that year, and I know uh, for several days or weeks I'm going to be home At the end, it is so thrilling to me. It is my final flight of the year. I always get excited about it because you get a break from it. Well, today I want to talk to you about our final flight. You see, our final flight won't be on an airplane. No, if you know the Lord Jesus as your personal Savior, your final flight is going to be right through the air. Somebody says, how is that going to happen? The Lord is going to snatch you away. He's going to catch you away. The last time we studied these great journeys of the Bible, we talked about our Lord's a last journey. Our Lord's last journey will be from heaven to earth. It will be to come for us. Well, our final flight will be to go with Him. So when He comes, I'm going. Are you ready to go? Let me read to you today from 1 Thessalonians chapter number 4 beginning in verse number 14. For if we believe, do you believe? If we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with Him. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. What I've just read in your hearing is my final flight. The last flight I will ever take, I'm going to take with Jesus. Isn't that wonderful? The last flight I'm ever going to take, I'm going to take with you. If you're a believer, you know the Lord Jesus as your personal Savior. Uh, If you're dead, or if I'm dead, we're going to come out of the grave and be caught up. And if you're alive, or if I'm alive, you're going to be caught up next. So it's going to be quite a flight. I'm telling you, there's going to be a lot of people flying on that day because we're going to be snatched away. Sometimes we use the word rapture, the rapture of the church, and someone has said, well, that word's not found in the Bible. Well, that's true. Uh, The word rapture is not found in the Bible, but the teaching of it is it's found in this phrase, caught up together. That's literally what rapture means, to be caught up, to be snatched away. That day is coming, and it is the last journey we will take. You remember in the Old Testament, that Solomon talked about how fleeting life was, how quickly it comes and it goes, and he says it is soon cut off and we fly away. Now, he was referring to death, and there's some truth in that. If a person dies, their body goes back to the dust of the ground, but the Spirit returns to God who gave it, so the Spirit does take a final flight. It leaves this world and goes to the world to come. transcends time and goes into eternity. But I want you to know that the greatest flight that all of us will take is the day that we leave this world for the last time and enter the presence of God forever. That will be the day that the Lord Jesus Christ comes for us. Let me point out just a handful of truths from these verses that we've looked at today. First of all, verse number 14 says, if we believe. So number one, you need to make sure that you're a believer. Do you know the Lord Jesus as your personal Savior? You see, if you don't believe Jesus died and rose again, then you're not in this group. You're not going to be caught away. Those who are taken out of this world will be those who have taken Christ as their personal Savior. How can you believe that the Lord Jesus is coming again if you don't believe that He rose from the dead? And so, today, I want to encourage every person that's listening to me, make your calling and election sure. That's the wording of Scripture. In other words, settle the matter of your own soul's salvation. As a friend of mine said years ago, drive a stake a mile deep in the ground about your salvation. Don't let there be any doubt about what you believe or who you believed in. Call upon the name of the Lord. Believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, and thou shalt be saved. So number one, you need to make sure that you're a believer. Number two, you need to rest in the promises of God. You see, his whole point is, if you believe the gospel, you can believe this. If you believe that God is powerful enough to die and rise from the dead, then you better believe he is powerful enough to raise the dead, to come back and to catch all of us away. You see, I'm not resting in some fantasy, some figment of the imagination, some fairy tale from a children's storybook somewhere. I'm resting in the promise of a God who never lies. I'm resting on the character of a God who never changes. I'm resting my faith today on the unchanging truth of the Word of God. And friend, if you can do that, if you can root your faith in God's Word, and God's promises, you can rejoice today and you can relax today that the Lord is coming again. Nothing and no one is going to stop that. I don't care how long it's been since he left. I don't care what's going on in the world, and I don't care what anybody else says, Jesus promised, I'm coming again. And He is going to fulfill that promise. So number one, make sure you're a believer. number two, rest your own faith on the promise that the Lord is coming again. And then number three, encourage somebody else with that truth. You see, right after He describes this final flight that we're going to take, He says in verse 18, "Wherefore," In other words, because of that, comfort one another with these words. So I want to challenge you to do something today. Many of you listen to every broadcast we have and you study the Word of God with us, and I'm thrilled about that. Uh, But, you know, we could multiply this thing by the thousands and ten thousands if every listener would become a teacher, if every hearer would relay this truth to someone else. I'd like to see that multiplied today. You see, if all we do is take the truth in, it dead ends with us. It hits a wall. No, let's open the door. Let's not let it dead end with us today. Let's multiply this. I want to challenge every person who's listening today to take the simple truth I'm giving you and share it with someone today. I want you to tell them that Jesus died for their sins, was buried and rose from the dead, and He is coming again. And all who've trusted Him as their Savior are going to be with Him. And I want you to challenge them to become a believer, to put their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ if they've not done so. If they have done so already, encourage them. That's really what he means here in verse 18. He's writing to believers. He's writing to the church at Thessalonica. He says, comfort one another with these words. Let's stop talking just about how bad the world is and start talking more about how good our God is. Let's stop talking about how awful it is in the present where we're living and start talking more about how wonderful it's going to be when Jesus comes again. I want to challenge you as a believer today to speak like a believer. Don't speak in unbelief. Speak in faith today. Encourage someone. Point them to the Lord Jesus Christ. Maybe we need to stop listening so much to the news and start resting more and rejoicing more in the unchanging good news that's found in the Word of the living God. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 18. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. We're getting ready to take our final flight. Thank you for joining us today for this time in God's Word. For additional messages, resources, and helps for your Christian life, visit us at scottpauley.org. We hope you will share the broadcast with a friend and plan to join us again next time on Enjoying the Journey.